listeners, this is PSG Talk contributor Mark Damon, and this is PSG Small Talk for Monday, July 30th, 2018. And on today's show, we will wrap up the thrilling International Champions Cup games uh, that PSG have played over the weekend. So in my last show, we did talk about... um, very briefly, PSG versus Bayern Munich. Today we're going to cover the other two. So, PSG on Saturday morning, uh, New York time, about 7.30, they took on Arsenal. And they put out a, let's call it a very compromised squad, because PSG just don't have their players yet. Not all of them. And especially on Saturday, they did not have enough players to put out a functional team. You're playing with a lot of academy players in the back. Kevin Remain, Mbe So, um, Stanley and Soki. This isn't, you know, these are not the elite of the elite that PSG can field, obviously. So you're starting out with a compromised defensive team. Up front, you're playing Timothy Weah. Christopher Nkunku and uh, Tofiki. Uh, for, <laughs> I'm not sold on Tofiki. Um, he's big. He can move a little bit, but he's just. He, I don't know. I just. I don't think he has the skill level right now to get any sort of minutes in the first team, even in a cup match. I don't really think I would trust him. Um, this is just. It was a compromised group, and Arsenal and coach Unai Emery. They played eight genuine starters. They played Mesut Ozil, they played Obama Yang, they played Mkhitaryan, they brought Alexander Lacazette off the bench. So, Arsenal with a team that was much better put together because none of their players were really factors in the World Cup. I mean, can you name one Arsenal player that was a factor in that World Cup? There were none of them. They, they were either all on teams that didn't make the World Cup or ineffective. So, basically, Arsenal's had their team pretty much from the beginning. Um, it's not a great team to begin with, but they had it. And Unai Emery put a team out there to win, like he always does. And PSG lost. And they lost 5-1. to one. And they were tied at 1 at, at a certain point in that game. And Kanku tied it with a penalty kick. But just... They, the defensive PSG couldn't handle Alexander Lacazette. They just weren't up to that task. And it's okay, because that's what these games are for. These games are to take a look at young players. They're really not for anything much more than that. So, I guess congratulations to Arsenal, I guess. I guarantee you that's probably the biggest point differential they'll have all year. So, you know, you know, let them let them have it now. Um, as as uh, coach Thomas Tuchel said, they they are in the Europa League. So, you know, don't don't worry too much about it. Uh, the game today, um, Monday morning, 730 New York time, PSG and Atletico Madrid. This was a much better performance for Paris Saint-Germain. You had. More of their players back. Marco Verratti played the first half. Levin Kurzawa played the first half. He's he's your best option at left back right now. Um, it, it was just it was a 
better team. Giovanni Lachelso played. Um, he was able to help in the midfield a bit in that first half. They just they looked better um, going forward. They got that first goal from Unkanku off of a really good uh, Dagba cross that bounced around, maybe hit someone's hand in the box, but Unkanku put it in. I I thought good going forward, uh, not so good going back. Um, I thought that it's a little concerning. I'm not going to say it's a problem, but what Tuchel is trying to do right now is basically play a 3-4-3 with Lasana Diara coming out of the midfield, back sort of in between the two center backs, and one of the other center backs kind of going into the midfield to help out in possession. That seems like what he's doing. So it ends up sometimes looking like a three, you know, a three, one, four, two. It kind of sometimes looks like that. It's very complicated. You can tell the things that Tuchel's working on or that he's trying to implement aren't necessarily the easiest things in the world for this team, especially at this point, to get. So I'm not sort of um, concerned or I'm not sort of really worried about it, but it is sort of a complicated thing he's trying to do. And it's going to take time. And the good thing is that you have center backs in Marquinhos and Thiago Silva who are rather intelligent. And they understand how to play. They understand positioning for the most part. They get where to be. So they're going to be able to make it look better than it's looked. But there were some moments in this athletic game where PSG were just getting countered to death. And it was it it, it wasn't even like they were in contesting. There were a couple breakaways. Kevin Gamero had a breakaway that he just skied over the bar. This was not, you know this was not a team that looked like it had a firm grip defensively in either game, especially in the Arsenal game, but in this game too. Second half, uh, Tuchel makes 10 changes. You heard that right. He made 10 changes. And it, for the most part, was the right thing to do. Again, I don't think Thomas Tuchel in the long run cares if he wins International Champions Cup games. I think he cares about putting his system in getting a look at these young players and figuring sort of what he wants to do when the uh, when the stars all sort of come back. Oh, by the way, let me just get this in. Angel Di Maria played in this game. Uh, he came back. He practiced yesterday and he played today. He looked rusty, but we, we know that Angel Di Maria doesn't start playing well until about December and January. So if he can give you stuff off the bench early in the year, if he can give you a couple decent starts, that's... Uh, that's about all I'd really want. I'm not expecting a lot from him. This was a this was a good second half to go back to what I was saying, and it was really a good second half because it was a showcase for PSG's youth academy. And let's just say this: I am very happy after watching this game that we were able to keep Yassine Adley away from Arsenal. Yassine Adley's a real player. Like, what I, what I like about him is that he's 
big, he's tall, he's going to grow into that body a little bit, he's going to get stronger, and he's just a very deliberate, gifted passer of the ball. And sometimes you look at a Marco Verratti and he looks a little herky-jerky on the ball, he's trying to make too many dribbles. Adrian Rabio is the same way. He gets the ball. He's dribbling it. He's dribbling it. He's trying to make turns. He's trying to spin off the uh, defenders. He's trying to draw fouls. This is a this you've seen Adley. I just like that he gets the ball. He turns. If he has space, he runs into it. If not, he makes the next pass and he moves it. He moves the game on. And I feel like it's what Tiago Mata did really well before he started to wear down as a player. You need that guy that's just going to make that get the ball and move it. Get the ball and move it. Get the ball and move it. But not move it back in sort of a pat game of patty cake. But get the ball, turn, get it to the next guy forward and keep the, you know, keep the offense and the attack moving forward. Another star of that uh, second half was Musa Diaby, who along with Yassine Adli, came back from the European Under-19 uh, Championships. They uh, France finished uh, in the semifinals of that tournament. Moussa Diaby looks like another real player. He's probably has another year or two before you can insert him into the PSG rotation, just because you have so many attack players already. And Diaby's kind of a wing player who can come into the midfield and help out a little bit. But he's got some burst to him. He's good. He's good on control. The ball's at his feet. It doesn't fly away when he touches it. He's got good touch, and he showed today. He's got a great finish, and he got the game to two nil with an assist from Timothy Weah off of a turnover by Atletico Madrid. I thought Weah was really good too. I thought those three. If you just look at those three, you look at Tim Weah, Musa Diaby, and Yassine Adli. You could build a real, you know, a real team around that. That's the that is the attacking core of a really good football club. And PSG have that right now and they will be able to I think develop those players. I'm not necessarily a fan of loans. It's just it I don't think if you're PSG unless you have a clear plan for what you're going to do with that player, like you did with Adrian Rabio and Alphonse Ariola, loaning guys out is a dangerous, slippery slope because it sends the signal to the player that you're not necessarily counting on them to be in your squad for years to come. It's the it's the step before selling a player. You can either loan a player or you can sell them. And there's different types of loans and there's different reasons to do loans. But you have to be careful with the players you loan. For example, I think uh, the left back they have right now, um, Zagre. Um, I know his first name. It's just I, I, Arthur Zagre. Yeah, Arthur Zagre, the left back, who was playing pretty well in this game too. He's 16 years old. Um, next this year, he's going to be probably in the youth academy. Make sure you get him under contract. But right now, he's probably going to be in the youth in the youth academy again. He's going to play for the uh, for the youth team. The next year, I'd probably send him on loan. Unless he really shows that he can play in that first team at left back, which may actually have to happen the way Kurzawa can play at times, because I still think is a terrible passer. But he's a player, he's young enough, you loan him out, you let him 
you let him get some experience and you bring him back and you you start integrating him. Um, Timothy Weah, I think, is too big to he's too big to loan. He's too um, potentially profitable for the club. He gives them a lot off the bench. I think PSG lacked that last. I think they lacked that attacking option off the bench that could come in, that could make good runs, that could get about three, four shots on goal, could kind of change the dynamic. I think Timothy Weah can do that. And it will allow them to sort of rotate Cavani out and put Mbappe up top or Weah on the wing or put Weah up top. There's a lot you can do with that. So I think you keep Weah. I think you've seen Adley's too good to loan out. I think if you've made him this promise and kept him away from going to Arsenal, you have to give him the option to uh, to get minutes. And uh, I think Diaby's probably going to be loaned. I think that's probably a good move. Just again, because there's not the there's not the space for him to get meaningful minutes. And I, I would say Diaby comes back next year and becomes more of a factor if PSG have to sell more players. Uh, PSG gave up the lead. They were up 2-0. They ended up being tied 2-2 late in the game. One of the goals was off of a Kevin Trapp mistake, uh, a surprise, a real surprise that Kevin Trapp would make a mistake. Um, you know, not to be, you know, not to be a dick about it, but he makes too many mistakes. And one of the weaknesses of his game, well, let's actually start with the strengths. He is a great reactionary saver on the line. There were two. There were a lot of good saves he made, even after the mistake he made. There were two great reaction saves with his reflexes and his arms that he was able to make before the ball got put into the back of the net. But with that being said, they wouldn't have been in that position if Kevin Trapp could read the ball in the air, and it's something that he's not good at. He's not good at taking command on set pieces. And being a physical big presence in the air to go up and get the ball. Alphonse Ariola did that really well last year. It's one of the reasons why he played over Kevin Trapp. And I think it's one of the main reasons he played over Kevin Trapp. Because he had that ability to be in command and make plays in the box. Um, so, yeah, if Kevin Trapp has a plan of staying around and being a starter, um, he's going to have to clean some of that stuff up. The second goal was an own goal off of Antoine Burnett. Again, PSG in that second half, they lost two of their subs. Alex Georgian went out with a bad leg injury. It looked like a pretty nasty uh, injury to his leg. Mbe So was taken out as a precaution. So essentially, by the end of the game, PSG were playing with one center back, and that was Musa Sasako. So... With that being said, a great effort. They got it. They got tied at two, and then Virgilio Postalaki, or Virgilio Postalacci, depending on how you want to say it, he took a control of a turnover, put it onto his left foot, curled it into the top left corner in the 91st minute, and PSG, hooray! We've won our first international champions cup game of the season. We defeated Atletico Madrid. Um, again, the, the win doesn't matter. It matters in the sense that it's a great sort of lift for the academy players. It's a great sort of um, 
pick-me-up, and it's a good indication that PSG do have talent in that pipeline that they are going to be able to exploit over the next you know, next few years. But besides that, it, it, I think this was a success. You didn't get any real major injuries to your squad. You move on to Saturday, and we'll talk about that. Saturday is the Trophy des Champions, the kickoff game in the league on season. It is the winners of Ligue 1, PSG, versus the winners of the Coupe de France, which are also PSG. So because of that, they had to take the second best team in Ligue 1, which happened to be Monaco. So here we are. Um, according to Coach Tuchel, um Neymar should be back in about a day or two. He will meet the team in China, and after the practices, it will be determined if Neymar will play or how much Neymar will play. I think they need him back. I think they need to start getting their team together. And as admirable of a job as these youth players have done, it's time to get the starters back. Thiago Silva's already returned from uh, from his vacation. Marquinhos is going to come back on Wednesday. Um, at that point, Cavani will probably join them in France for the beginning of the league on season. And then my expectation is that Ariola, Kimpembe, and Mbappe, they will probably be ready for the second game, possibly the third game of the league on season. I do not expect them to play week one against Caen. So, slowly but surely, PSG are getting their team. Slowly but surely, Thomas Tuchel is implementing what he wants. It's a difficult situation to be in, but I think for the most part he's doing a fairly decent job of keeping this all together and at least moving the ship in the right direction, which is what you want. You don't want you know, you don't want to have issues in the beginning of your campaign, especially in your preseason games. Everyone kind of seems happy um and I think for the club in general, this was a successful trip. They are trying to branch out this club into different parts of the world. That's what they should be doing. That's their job as um, as businessmen and as stewards of the club to make it profitable for years and years to come and make it a mainstay in world football. Um I would say mission accomplished. Maybe not the results you'd want, but it's preseason. The results really don't matter. Um, make sure to follow us, PSG Talk, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. On that feed, you will have PSG Talking, our flagship show. You will have this show, PSG Small Talk. And you will also have any extra shows that we may include any sort of specials that we decide to do will also be included on that feed. Um, speaking of specials, in about, I'd say, two to three weeks, we will have the debut. The, uh, the I will, uh, me, well, let's put it this way. Me and uh, Canary and Blue host Chase Hayslip are working on this Neymar project, which I talked about about a month ago. Um, Scheduling-wise, we've had to figure it out, but we have the train moving now. So in about three weeks or so, we will have a special uh, podumentary, uh, a PSG Talk and Canary in Blue dual project, um, based on Neymar, the perception of Neymar, 
all that stuff, you will. it will be my sort of final will and testament, my final word on how I feel about it, his relationship to the media, to his teammates, to himself, all that good stuff. That will be dropping in about three weeks or so. Um, in more recent sort of, uh, in the not-too-distant future, on Saturday evening, Sunday morning, um, I will have a Trophy des Champions recap, and that may also turn into a season preview, depending on who I have and depending on how long we have to record. So be on the lookout for that. And before you know it, PSG, um, in less than two weeks, will kick off another campaign. Make sure to stay with us through the entirety of it. So for PSG Talk... This has been your host, Mark Damon, saying au revoir for now.